You want to let's go? Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Hi, everybody. I just want to first let everyone know that this is not an AA meeting. It's one member's take of the exact nature of the wrong, as stated on page 64 of the big book, Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, I guess that's a good, good enough introduction for today, light and airy. Um, Wanting to keep it light and airy today, Paul. So I thought maybe we'd just look light at. Uh, <laughs> We're gonna do what? Just look at a uh, couple first couple paragraphs, chapter seven, working with others on page eighty nine. All right. Okay. It says, practical experience shows that nothing will so much ensure immunity from drinking as intensive work with other alcoholics. It works when other activities fail. This is our 12th suggestion. Carry this message to other alcoholics. You can help when no one else can. You can secure their confidence when others fail. Remember, they are very ill. Life will take on new meaning. To watch people recover, to see them help others, to watch loneliness vanish, to see a fellowship grow up about you, to have a host of friends. This is an experience you must not miss. We know you will not want to miss it. Frequent contact with newcomers and with each other is the bright spot of our lives. And I'll hand it to you. Oh, yes. So. Well, welcome everyone. Uh, I forgot it was July 4th. Uh, these suggestions I've taken and they work. So when people call me and they're like uh, very absorbed in, in themselves, I always suggest that they just do some service usually not with someone you're familiar with, but to maybe a stranger or go to a soup kitchen or something like that, or working with others. Working with others, does the others don't always have to be active alcoholics and addicts. You can work with a lot of people. Uh, and these are tried and true methodologies that worked. The suggestions is to... Uh, relief that mental pressure that the disease of alcoholism uh, produces. It's a very trippy thing. Like we were talking at another meeting the other day and a lot of times when we share, somebody will come up and let's keep it simple and stuff like that. And as if this is a confusing message, you can't be more simple than you're not what has defeated you. <laughs> That's, I mean, that's pretty black and white. You're not what has defeated you. I mean, that's what's not simple is to try to get out of what you're not in, obviously. So um, again, we just, yeah, this is like working with others. All of these things are necessary. Uh, when the problem still seems to exist as us, yeah? When it stops existing as us, you won't be doing these things out of uh, 
a need to get relief, but you'll just be in the habit of practicing the 12th step, which is to help other people achieve sobriety and practice these principles in all your affairs. And if you can't do that, limit the affairs for a while. Yeah, simple as that. So I want to go back to the basic premise of the platform here, which is rooted on page 64, around the third paragraph, where they make a very clear description of the exact nature of the problem, which is self, yeah, being convinced self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. So the statement is self has defeated us, but how, like the how it works or how it works, looking at the problem is it defeats us through its manifestations. Okay. How does that work? Well, we keep calling its manifestations as ours. Yeah. So then the parasite uh, hides in plain sight. Yeah. We just as so keeping it simple would be recognizing uh, Stanley is manifesting through you. And you are in the act of being identified as Stanley because you keep calling Stanley's manifestations yours. How simple of a diagnosis is that? You can't get much simpler than that. If something is coming through you or showing up in your life and you keep calling it yours and it's not, that's the exact nature of the wrong. The act of being identified as that which has defeated us. There you go. Simple, very simple. Okay, well, let's follow the instruction of the first working step from this premise. Being convinced self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. We are now going to look at its, meaning self's, common manifestations. We're not mentioned there at all. It's self's common manifestations has defeated us. So in a sense, we're the defeated and what has defeated us is this idea of self. And how it has defeated us is through its manifestations. Okay, how do we relate to self's manifestations? We usually call them ours. Yeah, so the first paragraph after that statement is resentment. It doesn't say my resentment or our resentments. It says resentment. So resentment is a manifestation of self in one's life. Why do you keep calling it yours? That's pretty simple. Yeah, like four sentences describes the whole thing. Yeah. If resentment is a manifestation of self, and we are in the us camp of that sentence, why are we calling them ours? Yeah. Why do we call fear our fear when it isn't our fear? It's being generated by a, a view or perspective called self-centeredness. And it's actually mental anxiety because there's no apparent threat, yet we're a wreck today. Yeah. What's harms done to others? There's the belief that I did all those harms, but wasn't I driven to do those things? Wasn't I compelled to do those things, weren't decisions made based on self, not us, that caused these things to occur. This is the simplest diagnosis you can have. 
get all the knowledge you want about alcoholism, but it's not knowledge about you. It's about it's knowledge about something other than you with the hopes that you'll recognize it as something other than you because you can be free from it. You cannot be free as it. That self can't get out of self. You cannot be free as a self. Yeah, that's simple. Yeah, very simple. Yeah. So if you seem to be trying constantly to get free, and maybe just maybe the failure isn't based on your effort or your earnestness or this or that, the failure is that you're in the act of being identified as what has defeated you. And you're trying to get out of that and you're being, being defeated once again. Yeah. Then this has no opinion on the steps, nothing, anything like that. Traditions, the concepts, the worldview, whatever, all of it is sound. The dilemma is the mistaking ourselves to be that which has defeated us. Yeah. And even in that case, many of us will have an experience today. The problem will not exist for us. Yeah. But that probably will not stabilize because the real solution is the problem doesn't exist as us. It's as simple as that. That is as simple as you can get. Yeah. And uh, you get out by not seeing you're in. Instead of trying to be a master of escape, which we all, all we wanted to do is change how we felt. Yeah. And we've mastered it. We can change how we feel. But the idea of what the feeler of it is hasn't changed. Yeah. We should change a lot of shit, but we don't change the basic mistake, which is we're identified as self. And we are not self. We are called us in that sentence. And I don't see any similarity between us and self. I don't. Yeah. Us is a collective. Self is a singular. One activity has defeated all of us. What? Yeah. That's simple. Yeah. We don't have to go through 800,000 glossaries or notes. Simple. You may or may not know it that you're in the act of being identified as self right now. It won't, it won't be seen that way. It's faith in the thought system. Yeah. As it says on page 52 and 53, which I'd like to read from We Agnostics, if I can find it, I don't know if I have it anymore here, but it basically says where you are right now is based completely on faith, really? So the perhaps the better way is trusting or having faith in the infinite instead of having faith in the finite. So obviously, the condition we find ourselves in before recovery is this faith in the finite self. What is that faith? The faith is I'm the finite self. <laughs> and I want to get out of it. <laughs> but you can't get out of self as self. Yeah. That wasn't printed in the book. That came from observation. 
people did exactly that. They've been trying to get out of self as self, even in recovery. And there was a recognition of it. And they said, bluntly, self can't get out of self. Does that mean you can't be out of self? No, it does not mean that. It means that to you if you're identified as self, yes. But does it mean that? No. It says self can't get out of self. What we're saying is inherently we're not in self. Yeah. The underlying condition has not been disturbed by the consequential surface condition. Yeah. The spirit isn't damaged, doesn't have a malady. It's not super sick. It's just as bright and light as it's always been. And it always will be. Yeah. As what you are, but not to what you're not. No. So, yeah. And then these other things. The selfing's not going to give you up without a fight. It's just that simple. It's life and death to it. It tries to convince you that it's life and death to you, but it's life and death to it because without your shine, without your light, it doesn't have relevance. Yeah. We give it all the meaning it has. So it, it will pull out all the stops and just see. Doesn't it seem weird that people who love to take inventory of others? find it very difficult to take an inventory of themselves. You would think you would love to do that. Yeah, you love to. I don't even feel like I'm doing it. It just happens when someone walks in a room, the head makes an assessment and sums it up and tells you, okay, yeah. Yet, when you say, well, go home and write about yourself, basically, months later, uh, no, <laughs> no, no, no. I truly believe the parasite of alcoholism does not want you to look at your role in things. It wants you to keep looking at everyone else's role in your things for sure. It does not want you to look at your role in things because you will see its role in things. The last thing it wants to do is get to the fourth column of the inventory process because it's named there. The first two things is calling it itself. Self-centeredness, I mean, self-seeking and frightened and selfishness. <laughs> That's your role in things? I don't think so. That's self's role in things. <laughs> Unless you think you can be self. <laughs> so yeah, keep it simple. Yeah. Freedom from, freedom as. Freedom as. It hasn't worked. You went from drugs to spirituality, to health, to Christianity, the this, the that, the community, wah, wah, wah. Yeah, and you're still beholden to being the doer of shit you really had nothing to do with. Still, you're still being dragged to the mental court after 35 years and your summons and your subpoenas are, are read over and over again. I can't believe I did that. Well, you know why? Because you didn't do it. You were driven and compelled. When are you going to be let off that hook? 
When's the statue of limitations? If there's none in the head, it doesn't free you after 12 years. If you, if you worry about nonsensical things enough, you'll be free from the real fear. No, it's not like tithing to the God of fear. It's just, it's just slavery it goes on and on and on. Yeah. You can outgrow resentment. Yeah. Just look like walk in a park. If you have kids, walk in a park, seeing 20 kids playing. Who are you going to be attending to the most? Your kids. Yes. Take a resentment. You get angry. Let's say you're driving. Someone cuts you off. You get angry. All the principles of AA kick in. You realize, you know, I don't have the luxury to get into this because I'll probably end up fucking in jail today. Yes. <laughs> so you don't fucking do it. Two exits later, you forgot all about it. Yes. Maybe even faster. Okay. The resentment came and went. Yeah. What happens when it's held as your resentment? It can live for 50 years. Yeah. You can hold a grudge based on something that you don't even know actually happened. Yeah. The my has so much potency. Yeah. It influences what comes after it. Resentment, my resentment are two different fucking things. Anxiety, my anxiety. My anxiety is justified. Your anxiety is bothering me. My anxiety is justified. I don't give a shit about you. I give a whole lot of shit about me. Yeah. Where does that weight come from? How does that little word in English, my, deliver such a wallop to what comes after it? It changes the whole meaning of what comes after it, right? We always used to use the example of, I wish everyone here to have a lot of money but I don't want any of you to have my money, yeah? I didn't change a letter in that word money, I didn't. All I changed was what was before it, yes? My money changed everything. You know, girlfriend having a great time, then she's anointed to be my girlfriend, now I think I have the right to look at her emails, you know, or drive by her house at two in the morning, just to make sure no one's visiting my girlfriend. <laughs> it's insane. You don't see it? So yeah, that's the point. I did my I did the inventories and saw my role in things, did the amends. Yeah. Went there, said the only reason this is actually happening is I'm in a program of recovery. Yeah, and I'm I intend not to do what I did to you to anyone else. See how it goes. Yeah. Bamo. I did all that. Yeah. I took responsibility because I had been avoiding responsibility. Because when I was younger, I felt responsible for fucking everything. And I needed relief from that. It was it was outsized. When I walked in the room, the person who yawned didn't do it because I walked in. But that's how I saw things, yes? 
So that was unbelievable heaviness. I wanted relief. So when I got loaded yeah, and became irresponsibility, it worked for to a certain point. But the consequences and the cost just got be, became insurmountable. Yeah. So then I come in, been living in a life of not looking at my role in any fucking thing. Suddenly I do the inventory and I see my role in things. Hallelujah. Fantastic. Yeah. Down the road, I see something else's role in things when I do the inventory. And I see, and I call it something other than me, and I call it self. Yeah. And now the relief I get out of the inventory is amazing because I've actually seen the exact nature of the problem and it's foreign to me, which means I can be free from it. Yeah. If it's not me, I can be free from it. If it is me, any solution is still going to be about me. Yeah. So looked at the inventories again, and I saw how self had defeated me. Yes. I saw how the patterns of self defeated me. And I saw what self was quite interested in because what it's interested in, you'll see its manifestations around that topic. So if you're interested in saving your face and looking good and this and that, no matter what, you're going to have a lot of anxiety about that. You're going to resent others that threaten that idea, that pride. Yes. And so now you start seeing the nature of what has defeated you as foreign and you start recognizing its patterns. Yeah. Sharing the fifth step with someone illuminates more of those patterns. And then when you see the patterns, what do you do? You bring it to step six and seven. And you ask that power that has gotten you sober and keeps you sober to reconfigure this shit. Yeah. Because it's just energy, but it's tied up in a weird mutated way. Yeah. So I can't straighten out that rope, but something can. So I let it. So I bring it to that recycling chute and I dump alcoholism in there and self-centeredness. And why do, why do I get back? I get back traveling lighter. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. The less interested in, in getting ahead, um, I find myself way ahead. Yeah. Yeah. You're onto something. You just ran into a huge quote unquote spiritual principle. You have it by giving it away. Yes. The whole program of AA pivots on one effect and one effect only. First, it's not drinking. The second one is losing interest in self. Losing interest in self. Yeah. That does not mean losing interest in what you are. See? It's not martyrdom. It's not fucking punishment. It's not like I can't get relief. That would, no, it's, it's, no, it's not that stuff. It isn't. Yeah. So what happens? You start bringing everything to six and seven. You realize, which I love, the most unused uh, steps become eight and nine. It's great. Because you don't have, you don't act out. Yeah. 
you don't step on people's toes as much, so you don't have to make amends and you don't have to write lists. Hallelujah. So it's four, five, six, seven, and then you detour around eight and nine. Yeah. Check out, see how self defeats you. Then it says, hey, improve your conscious contact with this higher power. That's the intention. It's not to be a master of meditation and prayer. It's they suggest through prayer and meditation to improve one's conscious contact. The point is to improve one's conscious contact. I think the best way to improve one's conscious contact is realize your consciousness. Yeah. Seriously, instead of Paul trying to become conscious and be unconscious of a lot of shit, maybe you're not Paul and maybe you are consciousness. Yeah. So being consciousness would improve your conscious contact, wouldn't it? I would think so. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So step 11, you may, and then I tell you, maybe you're not a good prayer or a meditator. Don't worry. If you like taking walks in a park or listening to rain hit the tin roof, all those things are doorways now because it's a wide open gate. You can sense conscious contact through a lot of modalities now. It doesn't have to be prayer and meditation. It can be, it's nice. But if you believe that's the only two ways to improve one's conscious contact, you're, you're sorely mistaken, humbly. Yeah. So then 12 is what we take to be our agenda which is to practice these principles in all affairs, help other people to achieve sobriety and stop trying to help people who don't want to achieve sobriety. Yeah. Because let, I'm telling you, it's a disservice to keep people from their bottoms, man. And sometimes the best convincer is life. Seriously. If you want to get fucked up, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> who am I to stop you? Because then you'll just find another one to stop you and another one, and it's going to go on and on. Yeah. Yeah. So that's 12. So there you go. A simple view. The first few steps, obviously, are reflective. You're fucked. And now you don't be seemingly as fucked as you were. So you've come, you've already come to believe something can do for you what you can't do for yourself. And then you make a decision because you can't turn your will and your life over because it's already been taken over by something else, which is the parasite of alcoholism. So you can't barter or bargain with your life. You don't even have those chips. You don't. So you make a decision, and then through four through nine, your little uh, pile of interest and attention gets removed by a higher power from the lower power, yeah? And now you're playing with the winning hand. Yes. It's a simple diagnosis. You're not that. How simple is that? Just like you got to quit playing God. It doesn't work. Yeah. All right. Well, knowing it or not, something's playing God in us. Yeah. The head. Yeah. 
if you believe you're the head, then you're going to fall into that trap of trying to quit playing God as that which is playing God, which is playing God ad infinitum. Never will work. But if you see that which is playing God is not you, you can quit playing God. You'll stop listening to it. That GPS that will tell you to go left, you'll see that you're going straight. Yeah. So you are now broken from the bondage of self, which is through the mental activity. You're listening to it talk to you as you, like a fucking constant lullaby, so that you stay asleep to this important fact that which has defeated you and me is not us. Yeah. That's as simple as you can freaking get it. Yeah. So, yeah. Don't you have all the evidence already? Remember those things that you ended up doing on a four-day run or something? Do you actually believe you made a decision to do that shit? Or were you driven there? It says it all through the book. Yeah. There was a decision based on self that put you in a position uh, of misfortune that you feel you don't deserve. This happens all the time. Yeah. Could you imagine if you could see it as not you? Therefore, your day wouldn't be beholden to those things you did 30 freaking years ago. <laughs> You'd allow the day to be nice to you. <laughs> Instead of using the day to prove a fucking old point. You don't deserve anything. <laughs> it's, a, it's slavery, like up a wazoo, really. So, all right, thanks. Thank you for the platform. And this is a very clear platform. Yeah, we are speaking from a point in the book that the, the exact nature of the defeat is self. And what has it defeated us? There is a distinct, huge difference between those two words. If the us is in the act of being identified as self, yes, we get caught in self can't get out of self. The, the way to get out of self is realize you're not in self, truly. Yeah. Yeah. I think all the evidence is there. You've just been letting a mental judge and a mental attorney fucking go through all the files. You need a spiritual annulment of all these transgressions. Yes. Fucking really. Just bring it to the court of light and you'll walk out a free person. And then you'll see what tries to bond you that day. You will. And hopefully you'll see it as not you and bring it to six and seven. Yeah. Let it get recycled because it's using a lot of you in the presentation of what you are not. <laughs> so you'd like to have that energy back, wouldn't you? It would probably enrich your day instead of being used to enslave it. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. You want, you want that, uh, all that energy reclaimed. Yeah. Taken out of those dead storage units and put back into living. Yeah. Yeah. So... All right, Michael, thank you so much for it. And uh, 
agree or disagree. It's just an invitation. I hope it you find some relief through it. Yeah. I don't care about right or wrong. I just want to see some relief. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Paul. I see lots of relief, Paul. Oh, Kathy. Lots, I'm so used to being behind the curtain, Michael, but thank you, Kathleen. Yeah, yeah, Michael is behind the curtain. He is watching out for all of us. I um I'm really so very grateful, you know, when I first started coming and uh coming to uh Zen Bitch Lap Zoom gatherings. I had no idea about any any of this and I had been a sober member of Alcoholics Anonymous for 20 years and um I'm just I think that because I um because when I arrived in AA I was all out of answers and I had to rely on others and higher power whatever that looked like to me at that time is because I I gave over and accepted the help and the and the belief that my ideas were of no use that I had that I had been defeated and that was the beginning for me and I think that's why that 12 step work that I did over those years was very beneficial and helpful for me in um in the progression you know of that reliance on something other than Kathleen and then your message just came out of the blue. Uh, wasn't looking for it. it. It wasn't looking for anything, actually. And um, I just am here to say to everybody who, you know, is, is wondering um, about this, that just keep coming and just sit here and relax, you know, drink your cup of coffee and and just allow the message to flow because that's what I did. You know, I just sat here and I just listened to Paul and I rem and I just kept reminding myself that I don't know. I don't know. And um, it's really important for me to remember that I don't know even even this all this all this AA information that I had. Uh, but anyway, all beside the point, this something happened for me that um, this message just has changed my entire existence. And I'm. <laughs> You know, this Kathleen character is still doing all the same things. She gets herself in trouble with her big mouth. She, you know, just oh, she gets uh, anxious and disturbed by things. There's this other part of me that just is like, oh well, I, I don't mind what happens. And um, I I I didn't know I was going to share that uh, with you today, Paul. But I really just want to express my gratitude so much for you and for all this this what's happening here. And I also had to say that I have to leave early because Bill and I are traveling to his brothers for a celebration this evening. I'm going to uh, hand it over to Michael Stacy. But first I'll say, does anybody have a question or a comment for Paul? If you do, you could raise your hand, your virtual hand. Um, go for it. Catherine Fox. Hi, Catherine. Hi, hi everyone. Um, 
Wow, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, you said a lot that was very moving, you know, um, you know, taking, a, I don't know, a life force out of a dead storage unit and putting it back, you know, kind of, I guess, a kind of um, reclaiming of something that got so obscured along the way. And I, I really like what you're saying, Paul, about addiction being a parasite, you know, and um, I guess there's a portal in some of us that opens or is open in, in some way for that download to come in. And, and that's the, I think for me, that's the power of a fellowship because of that identification and, um, and uh, the humor, you know, they talk a lot in, in recovery about not taking ourselves so seriously. You know, and I think you are the epitome of 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 that gift of that because it, it is a gift. I think it is grace that allows you know something of of um, profound truth and um, and like other people have said, I'm hugely grateful for the messenger and I'm hugely grateful for how the, the the message here is carried because it's um you know I think it's saved my life and I've been in recovery nearly 40 years and like you said there was uh it was something so simple, it was so simple that it was continually missed. And um, I think you put very much your, your finger on the truth of the matter. And um, for that, you know, I'm beyond grateful to be living in this time where I can hear this message and be in this other community of, um, of uh, there should be deads, <laughs> you know, the truth be told, you know, how close to death have we all, you know, played Russian roulette with our lives because, for me, because I felt my life really wasn't, wasn't worth anything, so, yeah, I don't know what else to say. I've gone on a bit, but um, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Paul, for your tenacity to keep keep it simple, <laughs> to keep it simple. And um, thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Mike, did you take over? Oh no, Kathleen's still here. I'm still here. And Sally has her hand up, Paul. Would you like yes. to hear Sally? 
Yes, Sally. And then Hello, Giselle. hi. Hi. Yes. And then um I'm in another clinic now. I'm always it's because I live in Germany, they have lots of clinics, and this one's for the for the brain. <laughs> and it's good, right? Because I, I listened to you on the way. I just walked there and listened to you on the way. And um I'm not sure really that it's the right thing for me to do. But it's amazing to watch the heads. And then I think, hold on a minute, that's dangerous, right? Because then I start like, okay, because it's not me, I can just admit it. Like I use non-duality and now this so much to try and be superior, right? So I sit in this room full of people. I don't know what's what's going on with them all, but it's not it's not serious psychiatric stuff. It's mostly to do with behavior and being able to work and stuff like that. And so then I'm in it and this message is so fantastic and I feel good when I arrive, but then I start abusing this in a sense or the, or my head starts abusing this by saying, oh, I don't have that because I've got this awareness. And it's such bullshit and I know I'm doing it because I then start arguing with myself about, should I participate more? Should I not part, you know? And so I know that's the head because what I am doesn't sit there and have those kind of arguments. It just doesn't, it just, it's okay. So I I think I want to participate in this thing, but <laughs> I just, and then at the in the end of the last session, at the, the end of the day, I mean, everyone spends all their time thinking about how they're feeling. It drives me nuts. But um, then at the end of the day, I thought, hold on a minute. There's a lot that I need to fix in my life to get, you know, the basic stuff covered. And so I don't need to walk out of here with my nose in the air. saying, <laughs> So I'm not going to do that. And then I thought, why not just surrender to the whole thing? Like, if it turns out to be uncomfortable, then it's only the action figure who is uncomfortable, right? And how I'd like to be is, yeah, this is much better. How I'd like to be is really participating. Not just sitting there thinking, oh, well, you know, I can see all these heads thinking that they're self. And, you know, so I guess what I want to do is participate and be but it's difficult you know <laughs> <laughs> just stop there just you want to participate that's very simple and clean yeah go ahead yeah the other the other speculation comes after the word but just forget about that just uh i think that was an honest feeling right there you want to participate far out go you are participating already, so that's how. So you've, I mean, the want and is matched with what's happening. You're there, so you want to participate. <laughs> there, great, it's all done. All right, and then this all the superfluous whatever. It's like confetti, you know, just floating around. Just uh, yeah. Take it to be snowflakes, and then it'll it just will turn back to water. Yeah, 
the confetti, someone's going to have to sweep it up. Just see it as snowflakes. It's just going to turn into water, probably give some life to the soil. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Keep it simple, honey. Participate. You're there. You, you might as well. <laughs> you know <what> I, mean? <laughs> I mean, that's the easiest response. Yeah. Participate. You're there. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, the ideas of what you think, yeah. what your head thinks is participating or not are going to come up. And then you just just give the whole thing over if you can. Yeah, this is the loss of interest in self is just that. Yeah. Yeah. Not trying to define 800 forms of participation, just you're participating. <laughs> it's not like I'm not participating completely. Who cares? Who cares about its little tech? It's little going over, you know, just you're participating. Yeah. Suit up and show up. Yeah. That's it. So you've suited up, you showed up. So there you go. Oh, cool. That's all there is to do. Then the head, the head really got a hold of this and was trying to. Going to get a hold of everything. Yeah, but yeah, the thing yeah, is, yeah, if, right, if right. you're holding it first, which you are, you can, you can see it trying to hold. Yeah. You are it. So you can see what you're not coming in. Yeah. And there'll be a loss of interest in it. So you'll, it'll be like, you know, the confetti of that parade. You've been under the tons of those mental parades that they're, they're just snowflakes. They just all, yeah, they all just turn back into water. It's, yeah, just keep on going. Get into your, you know, feel it more, honey. Your head is a way of trying to, uh, separate you and keep that aquarium glass thick yeah <laughs> just jump in the water with the rest of the fish yeah you're not the observer fish you know you just swim with the rest of the fish yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah honey yeah the fear of what we fear is participation, literally. Because there's some kind of anxiety that you're going to lose yourself, your special unique fishness, if you swim with the fishes. What you're going to lose is an incredible fucking heavy weight <laughs> about being that unique fish. That's what you're going to lose. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, participate away, make an idiot of yourself, do whatever, yeah? Yeah, you've got a success, you're paying for it probably, or the government is. Take advantage of the opportunity, yeah? Yeah, why not? Instead of the same old, same old, I'm withdrawn and I'm separated from what's going on. <laughs> Give me the seat of the observer. It hasn't worked well, yeah? The pulse of living isn't throbbing. You're not feeling it. Yeah, it becomes. Uh, it's another. It's just another another mental hideout. You know this fake uh, separation of thinking you're on a higher level, looking down. 
it's none of that's true. Yes, it's it's just a, it's sort of like the the water being withheld gets stagnant. You know what I mean? And then shit grows on it. It never grows in it. It's on the top, on the surface. It can be blown away by any wind, really. But you know what I mean? The water being withheld from the participating gets stagnant and shit starts landing on it and staying there. And after a while, when you look at the water, you're just seeing what's covering the surface. You're not getting the sense of the water. Yeah? Yeah. So, yeah, jump in, honey. Like, dive under the water. Don't, like, keep your head up all day. And then, no, fucking dive in. Look like what, look, you know, look at what it looks like below the surface. Yeah? Yeah, why not? You're safe here and there. This is how we learn how to face life successfully. Sometimes it's at a program at a clinic. Sometimes it's, you know, face to face to someone you love and afraid you're going to lose her if you don't finally show up and start sharing. Yeah. It can look a thousand different ways, but the invitation is the same. Hey, participate. And you said you want to participate. So let's go. Yeah. Life's offering a hand. It's in the form of a clinic program. Fucking take it. Yeah. After a while, the hand won't be the important thing. It's the invitation. Yes. You'll see the invitation in a lot of different hands, a lot of different deliveries. And just say yes if you can. Yeah, at least this start yes now and then see where it goes. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The mental shelter is claustrophobic. It's not giving you a freedom from the fray. It's 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 new, it's like you're being like you know, like Thorazine. You ever see people that they gave a lot of Thorazine to? They're like walking sort of like unconscious. They're not feeling anything. The head wants to give you a shot of Thorazine in a way. So here you are, you want to play the observer role again. Just fucking jump in the water. Yeah. So there you go, honey. Yeah, that's my humble suggestion. Yeah. Don't walk in and leave a, a, another event as a as an observer of it. Let's just go with the I'm going to be a participant in it. Yeah, really. Because being the observer of your life isn't working. Be a participant in the living. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Just feel have to taste that and then go with it yeah you're in safe hands just trust the process yeah this event isn't under your fucking supervision it's yeah you've made a, a commitment to go into their little of the pool now fucking dive in yeah all right and then come back and tell us how it went on Thursday, see how you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Don't leave today. Just go there. 
participate fully, sit with people and eat. Yeah, and don't be sitting a little bit away fucking somewhere else. So fucking sit with people. Yeah. Rub uh, you know, rub shoulders with the with the ordinary folk. <laughs> it may be just what you need. Yeah, yeah. So thanks, honey, Sally. Yeah. Have a good day there. And they need you to participate. Yeah. They need you as much as you think you don't need them, maybe. They need you. Just dive in there. All right. All right. Uh, can we go to Giselle now, Sally? Yeah. Thank you, Sally. Thank you. Giselle, Thank you. you're up. Hey, right. everyone. Hi. Oh, my gosh. This is great, Paul. <laughs> this is great. Um, yeah. Um, I've been doing the Thorazine Shuffle my whole life <laughs> no, without taking Thorazine. Um, and uh, recently, I've been going to the fishing hole. And that's, that's what my uh, new sponsor calls it. And, uh, you know... I, I, I so related to what Catherine was saying and Beth was saying, um, you know, I was in such hell and, and, and such devastation and despair that this time around three and a half years ago, you know, I came all in and I just said, I'm staying all in no matter what. And I trusted the process, even though I didn't believe any of it, you know, and I've come to believe so much of it. And it, and, and now I'm seeing how counterintuitive it all is. Um, because, you know, recently I've been like a bull in a, in a China shop, you know, and I see some stuff coming out sideways all over the place. And thank God I have stayed close to all of you and, and, and been all in because something inside of me was telling me that I needed to not only get a new sponsor, but get a new home group and get into some live meetings and, and participate. And this new sponsor, you know, sent me to the fishing holes. Well, she didn't have to send me, I was already going, but I was not getting what I'm, I'm getting now with her assistance. And, 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 and all of you have been such a great help to me um, along the way because it's kind of like all coming together. It's, it's another huge spiritual awakening for me. Um, you know, I used to tell the participants in my courtroom and I call them participants. I did not call them defendants. Um, you know, do, you know, do what Nike says to do, just do it, you know? And I had no realization back then what I was saying. I really didn't. I really didn't. But today I know I get it, you know, just do it, you know, just say yes and take the commitments, you know, have a commitment. I'm in a new home group where I have to be a greeter, um, where I have to pick up somebody today, um, totally out of my way. I heard someone say the other day that this is a program of divine inconvenience. I love that. I love it. You know, um, 
it's in that transformation that I am traveling so much lighter, um, like you talk about, you know, and I'm finding out there's different levels of traveling lighter. <laughs> and those levels, it's just like peeling the onion, get better and better and better. And I'm so excited to see what's in store for the next, whatever the next is. And I'm just doing what I'm asked to do. I'm saying yes. And in the process, I feel like I'm becoming, becoming a gentler person. And I am traveling so much more lightly. Um, you know, I, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. I am, I'm just, you know, enjoying life so much right here, right now. And I can't tell you what that's all about. All I know is that in doing the action, my whole spiritual um, uh, connection is, is, is becoming brighter, um, more fulfilling and more joyful. Um, it's um, what else did she say today? Getting spiritual coinage. I love that, you know, because I'm going someplace today to fellowship for 4th of July before the meeting. You know, I didn't do that before. I came late and left early every time, you know, and not only that, you know, I'm grateful because one of the meetings is only nine minutes from my house this particular celebration but I gotta go pick up somebody that's 45 minutes away from me to go to the nine minute away meeting and I'm happy to do it I'm happy to do it and she's a stranger I have no idea who she is all I know is that she's got two weeks sobriety and her and I get to talk on the ride you know I'm getting out of myself and that's the best, best place I can be is outside of myself. And man, I am feeling good. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. I just wanted to get, you know, everything you say now makes so much more sense to me every time I hear it. And, and the more I come back to you, the more affirmation I get, you know, and um, yeah, I, I stopped intellectualizing. <laughs> that was huge for me. You know, I stopped. I just kept doing the daily discipline and kept doing what you told me to do. And when that inner resource told me to do something different, I did it. And now I'm doing things that I never thought I would do before, never wanted to do before, but now I want to do them. And yeah, getting it. Thank you. Thank you. I just, I, 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 I just had to give that testimony. I mean, I just, oh, traveling lighter. Fantastic, Giselle. Thank you. Thanks for the share. Yeah. Uh, we have Pixie. Yeah. Yeah. Hi. Good evening. Uh, I'm Liz from the UK. And Kathy on this meeting kindly gave me the um, login details to join the meeting and I'm glad I did because it's um, very different to any of the meeting that I've done, but I like it. 
because we're not a glum lot. I mean, that was one of my biggest fears, you know, I was going to be boring, miserable, lose all my spirit, everything. But in fact, I'm worse. I'm louder and I get into more mischief, but I don't hurt people today. You know, and I think what I'm hearing is that, you know, maybe I need to step a bit more out of my comfort zone because I'm still carrying a lot of fear and I can't put my finger on what this fear is. It just comes over me and it reminds me of a fear I used to have as a child where I used to sort of be a bit, oh my God, everyone's asleep and I don't know what to do and all this, that and the other. But I know I was born an alcoholic. I didn't just turn into one. Um, and it's only after doing the 12 steps that I can look back over my life and relate these weird behaviours, because <laughs> they were weird, some of them, trust me. Um, I mean, I got done for drink driving twice. I had resentment about that twice. I also got bankrupt twice. As you can see, I have a very chaotic catalogue of disasters under my belt. But yeah, I never ever thought that it would work for me. And I am so grateful that I perhaps was chosen. You know, I joined the fellowship some years ago, but I didn't want to stop drinking. So there's no point joining. But today it's different. And But there's lots of areas, you know, I think I heard somebody mention that. Actually, the alcohol is not a problem. It's everything else, you know, push the alcohol away. That's just a symptom of the disease of the mind, you know, because I can get obsessive about anything. Nail varnishes, haircuts, although I don't have any, um, clothes, anything. If it changes the way I feel. So I have to be very, very mindful of all these behaviours. And at times it's quite exhausting, you know, because you're sort of thinking, oh no, why have I bought another lipstick when I've already got 10 of them in the same colour? That's insane. Um, I never understood what was wrong with me for the best part of my life because I always felt weird. And I quite like being weird today. And I quite like this meeting and it's very, very cheerful and nice and friendly. And uh, I just wanted to say thank you, you know, for letting me join you this evening. Um, you know, because I've, you know, sometimes, you, well, as I have done, I've stepped out of my comfort zone because I didn't know what to expect. And I thought I'm going to give it a go. Why not? You know, because sometimes, I, well, back in, in the madness, I'd be going, oh, oh, I don't know. Oh, no. Or I'd be told by somebody that I wouldn't be any good at it. So that was enough and I'd be run for the hills. But thank you very much, uh, Paul. You do make me laugh, though, when you keep laughing. It's funny. So I've enjoyed what I've heard so far and I shall come back. That's OK with you guys. Yes. Most OK, yes. Thank you. Thanks for your share. Uh, Mike, a couple more thank people. You, yeah, we have Jane up from next. Jane, Mill Valley. Oh, Jane, Mill Valley, yes. It's your buddy, Jane. Hey, Paul. Um, Jane. I wish I had listened to you more in meetings as I was <laughs> coming up through the steps. Maybe I wouldn't have so many questions. You have given me a great description of I am the host and my disease is the parasite. And I'm visual learner. So I usually uh, hold my hand out and I say, this is the parasite and I'm the host. Parasite keeps trying to, you know, glom on and become part of me, but I can see how I can filter through and not listen to the parasite. 
my question to you is, people ask me, so tell me about yourself, Jane. So if I'm not the self that's narrating the story in my head and I'm just trying to be, I don't know how to talk about what part of me, where would I go in my mind to describe me if my mind is not reliable? Well, yeah. So when in Rome, do as the Romans do. So yeah, they're not extremely interested anyway, really. Oh, good. So, okay. Perfect. So you just sort of, yeah, I'm doing whatever, you know. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, yeah. Andy. Silence. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> okay. Right there is my favorite part of this entire thing. When you laugh like that. <laughs> well, in this case, the route of the mailman is based on the interest of the recipients of the mail. Yeah. You're not going to give them a brochure about something. You're clearly, you have an understanding that they're not interested in it at all. Yeah. It'd be better when life has the moment of bringing them the brochure when they most need it and maybe it'll trigger. Yeah. So I don't go. Yeah. <laughs> Is it people, just walk lightly? Walk people lightly ask you what I'm doing. Up? I go not much, you know. Perfect. Yeah. Thank That's you, Paul. Pretty apt description. Yeah, yeah. It was nice to see you, Jane. Yeah. I think we have another uh, uh, Bobby. Yeah, you got Paul. Yeah, you got time for one more, Paul? Yeah, yeah. Hey, everybody. Um, man, I don't know how to articulate this. I know that I had to. I'm I'm so thankful for this platform, Paul. This is just uh, the freedom that comes with this. Um, I know I did a five and a half year run, self and I did through uh, the steps and working the steps and helping others work through the steps with themselves. And, you know, there's always something missing. And then uh, self and I decided to go back out for six years, do a little research and we come back and we spend some more time in this step program. I've been through the steps, uh, done the deal, you know, and it wasn't until about a month ago till I had my second step experience. I believe it was my second step experience, you know. Um, it says here, when we became alcoholics, crushed by self-imposed crisis, we couldn't postpone or evade. We had to fearlessly face positioning, proposition either God is everything or is nothing, either is or isn't, what's my choice to be. And all this time, I thought that I was with this God, seeking this God, working with this God, but I was still in the self, you know. Arrived at this point where squarely confronted with a question of faith, couldn't duck the issue. Some of us had already walked over the bridge of reason. There, there I am, the bridge of reason, two months ago, three months ago, toward the desired shore of faith. There's the new land in front of me, outstretched hands, and letting go of that intellectualization of everything that I had determined is God, and I based all my everything I did on this creation that I had made with the intellect and to let that go and to be able to understand that that power is within me, that power is looking through me, the power is beating my heart, the power is everything. I'm not even a doer, just being driven. 
seems that I'm either dri being driven by self or driven by spirit, but I'm never the driver. I'm just here for the ride and the freedom to not have to depend on my intellect, just to go into that quiet place and allow this thing, whatever it happens to be, or no thing, this thing that I am, this awareness just to be has just been so, I don't know, it's just freedom. Let's, let's wait. And I want to thank you. And uh, I don't know if I said any of that shit like I was supposed to say with a proper lingo, but I'm good, damn glad to be here. Thank you. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Yeah. There is a solution. It works. Yeah. The beauty of it is how it works. Yeah. And sometimes that doesn't need to be described. It's better to be felt. Yeah. And so, yeah. You truly, like they say, you get moved by the spirit, so to speak. Well, I think we're in a constant movement by the spirit. Yeah. So I'm very happy to be here today. I'm always happy to see Sally and everyone else. And uh, I'm happy that we're all, <clears throat> we meet up and we have the privilege not to take self so seriously, which is great. Yeah. You know, it's funny in a, a lot of ways. And uh, yeah, so <clears throat> it's a simple proposition. Uh, it's, it's in the book. <clears throat> I would imagine self is probably the most uh, stated word in the big book of AA, <clears throat> the 164 pages. And it's even captured in two of the four basic uh, characteristics they talk about on the fourth column, which is selfishness, self-seeking, frightened, inconsiderate, and dishonest. Uh, you could see inconsiderate and dishonest are under the umbrella of selfishness and self-seeking and frightened. So even in our way of presenting it, it's pointing out that something other than us has defeated us <clears throat> when we get to the fourth column. Why not start seeing it that way? It may work for you. Yeah. So I truly believe something can establish the problem will not exist as you anymore. It's going to bring a lot more days of the problem not existing for you. That's for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, yes, yeah, so that's our, if that's it. I'm really happy to see everybody. I'd like to say goodbye to everyone. Uh, we got Bobby A. Thank you, Bobby, for that. Kathy, always happy to see Kathy from Cleveland. She's gobbling it up, I have a feeling. Yes. Yep. Jane G. in Mill Valley. Uh, I, we've, I've seen Jane for a long time at meetings around here and vice versa. We have Mia. I don't know where. Oh, she's down in uh, South Bay, I think. Nice to see you, Mia. Raven. Oh, Raven. I haven't seen Raven in a while. That's nice. Thanks for dropping in, honey. Hope all's well. We got M. Marianne from uh, New Jersey. I had a pleasure of uh, sharing a meeting of in a, on Saturday with Marianne. Uh, we got Sally. 
she's 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 uh she's given up checking in on what condition her condition is in she's just gonna be a condition <laughs> all right got rico i i saw rico on saturday nice to see you rico at that other meeting roman my main man in germany always a pleasure I hope I'm going to be running into Roman in Sicily. I hear that'll be very nice. John S. And if if any of you get a crazy idea, we have a retreat in Sicily in October. Uh, yeah, you can look up. It's the information is on the website. You can always join if you want. We had one last year in Italy, and we're having another one down in Sicily this year. Uh, it was a lovely space, I felt. So, yeah, I, yeah, check it in. John S., I remember how I used to travel after getting sober. I never planned. I always bought the ticket, and then the trip was planned. I just always uh, just got it, and then I always went. <laughs> Instead of trying to figure out, should I go, I just got the ticket and went. Yeah worked john s i don't know where he is we got miriam k nice to meet you miriam I don't, have you been here before honey no i can't hear you but no i've never been sorry <laughs> hey nice to meet you nice to meet you thank you oh you're welcome honey. you're welcome we got Hallie. Nice to see you, Hallie. Hallie's, uh, yeah. She, Hallie's gone a long way in a in a in a in the shortness of a Zoom world. Uh, very nice, Joseph in France. Always a pleasure, Joseph. Thanks for supporting and being here. And uh, yeah, it's great. Al in Vegas. Yep. Yeah. Steve in San Diego. Nice to see you again, Steve. Michael, Stacy, and Madeira. Dennis. We got Catherine in London. Thank you for your share, Catherine. Very nice. Appreciate it. Andy. We got Pixie, Liz, Liz in uh, England. Uh, I lost this thing. Hold on. We've got uh, Greg in Minneapolis. Oh, feeling good, I hope. Yeah, thanks a lot, Paul. Have a happy fourth. Oh, yeah. John K. Nina. Ah, there she is. Nice. Always a pleasure to see Nina. Thank you, honey, for showing up. We got J.A. Verena. Ah, Verena. Always a pleasure. Verena's going to go to Sicily. I got a feeling. I got a feeling. You never know. Things may conspire. <laughs> Uh, Alex and Jacob, I had the great pleasure of spending time with them back east. We were just together a couple weeks ago. That was a beautiful lake. That, that was really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. All right. Let's see. We've got uh, Amy. Always sticking with us. Thanks, Amy. We got Christine and Kona. Miranda, Kimia, Giselle, I wish I, yeah, Jonathan, 
I see him. Uh, Oliver in Berlin. We got Cassandra. We got, I don't know, Elizabeth down in Louisville. Wow. Hey, thank you, everyone. I th if I missed you, I apologize. And I hope to see you again. And I uh, hope you travel well today. Yeah. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, we'll Paul. Bye. We'll be here today. Bless oh, we motherfuckers. Have a, we have a meeting Later. again. At, uh, we have another meeting today at 4.30 Pacific time. It's yeah. on the website. It's the same, uh, Pat. It's the same Zoom link. So if you're interested. I'll be in bed then. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. It'll, it'll be a non-duality. Thanks again, Paul. Thanks, everyone.